What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Grateful E I G H T. The football season is upon us. The weather's starting to turn. It's a great time to be alive, my man. Marcus Watts, what's going on, brother? How you living today, my dude? What's up, man? I'm good, bro. Dude, I was just thinking, you know, like now when I hear the music, you know, and like it's football season, I went to a little high- Kylie and I are starting like a high school football thing. We went to one last week, saw a big upset, 6A. We're going to another one tonight. But I was kind of like, kind of feel like I'm coming out of the tunnel when that music comes on. You know what I'm saying? Just getting the juices going, you know? So <laughs> good to see you, man. But uh, how are you doing, bro? I'm good. I'll say that, you know, when I watch like that hard knocks and stuff like that, that's the only time I miss it. Like day to day, waking up in the morning, I don't miss that. Like I don't like think about football very often. Uh, I just, I just don't. Um, but uh, whenever I watch hard knocks, that's the only time I'm like, yeah, I miss that. The juice is flowing. The guys like when they fight and practice and dudes are all jumping mm-hmm. in and like all that stuff. Um, yeah. Just, just lots of good memories, especially like two days is like the toughest Our two days. And then spring ball are like two of the craziest times. Cause you're just going against the same dude over and over and over and over. And uh so it, it it makes it fun, but that's really the only time I really, like I said, miss football. I don't I don't think about football too much outside of that. I'm just happy I enjoy football now. Which obviously, spoiler alert: today's uh, episode is going to revolve a little bit around football as the football season's upon us. But um, I really should. do like just enjoying it as a fan. Where um, basketball, you know, we talk about it all the time. I hoop regularly so it's like when i watch basketball now it's like competitive where i'm like ooh, i need to add that to my bag Ooh, wonder if okay. i can play like that or like football bro i just sit back and enjoy the games enjoy. i have a lot of respect for what those guys can do but uh anyway question bro I, yeah what's up how were you able to immediately i i feel like we've talked about this before and i know the answer but how long i don't think i know the answer were you able to immediately just watch football or did it take you a little while to fall back in love with football after you were done playing, because for me, like I really did not watch once I got done playing pro, I really did not watch a lot of basketball. I would watch it like sporadically. I would throw on a few playoff games in the the finals I would watch. But outside of that, I really didn't. It took me a little while to get back into where now it's like I'm watching all the games, you know. So but I just want to ask, like for football, you know, was that kind of the case for you at all? You know, I really don't remember like a period of time where I was like anti-football in any way. Um, I think part of that goes like I, w- I played at such a small school where like I didn't – I like to this day, I follow them like on social media, but I won't very rarely sit and watch a game of my old university where I think if I played like Division One ball and I was a little more married to it and, you know, even I think about like if I played pro – you know, I play. I played arena, which, bro, that was almost like a different sport. Like it, it, it doesn't really compare in very many ways, other than the fact it's called football. Um, so I don't, truthfully, man, I don't remember a time where I kind of pulled myself away from football. I just kind of always enjoyed it. It was something like me and the boys, you know, on Saturdays, even like after our games, we would, you know, put on the games because I lived on a floor with a bunch of like Florida cats, so they were all about, you know, Miami and Florida at the time, and like. There, so there's just a lot of guys from different areas. We had a bunch of guys from Arkansas and I was in Arkansas had like McFadden and all them. And so Ooh. it was, there was still like some like fandom even because we were such a small school where I don't think a lot of us looked at it as like that, that should be us. That could be us. And I never, I never really felt that way when it came to the NFL. I do know though, I have, 
people in my life where they're sour about it because like they still believe that that should have been them. And I think oh, wow. uh, yeah. for me, I'm not, I'd never really had that. I, and yeah, I never had that either. As we've talked about, bro, basketball has always been my sport. Like I love basketball. So, and it's yeah. been like that since day one. So um, never yeah. really had a, a time that I needed to pull away or anything like that. Uh, man, you, we we're catching up a little bit before uh, life's moving quick for you out there in Texas. Uh, you yes. sent me a bullet, a bullet list through text message <laughs> of all the different things that are going on in your life. And, you know, I, I love hearing about it and I hope our listeners do too. So why don't you just uh, give me a little update about uh, what you got going on these days, man. I know you got some life changes. We've got out of the apartment and you got a new dog. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that on the show, but um, just tell me a little bit about where you're at, man. Yeah. Yeah. I always like, you know, just, you know, there's not a lot of people I, I talk to like every day about, you know, what's going on with me or, or as, I mean, even every week as consistently, you know, with us doing the show and stuff. So I was like, just making sure you're in the know, you know, but, uh, yeah. So obviously, you know, Axe, you know, the dog that we rehomed Caesar's literally Caesar's brother from the same litter. We, uh, he's doing really good. And he was a little, it was a little bit of a nightmare early on. I saw that clip this morning where he's taking direction already really well and dropping toys and sitting and waiting and all that. That's good, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's starting. To, he's he's right here with me. He follows me pretty much everywhere. Um, he's starting to take to the training, you know, pretty well, and just learning him. But it's it's been fun to have him. Uh, and then uh, moved from the loft uh, up here to Carrollton. Uh, Kylie and I moved in together. Well, I moved in with her. She had a house out here, and so for the time we're here, as we're looking for you know future situations for us, and uh, it was just kind of it was just kind of time for you know. And there's there's two dogs now. I really don't you know like we were talking about, you know, off air, you know, I really don't have any social circles, you know, out where I was. And I just was kind of making sure I had my own space, had my own thing, but it just, bro, we're just together every single day. So it was like, all right, you know, let's just go ahead and save a little gas, I guess, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we enjoy being together and we had kind of planned for this anyways. I actually talked to her dad about it a couple weeks ago when he was here, but, um, and, uh, coaching, Continuing with the coaching, coaching uh, homeschool basketball, which is actually very interesting because, you know, these are all home. And there's like five different homeschool organizations out here. They're massive. They have a bunch of different sports, volleyball, football, basketball. I'm just naming a few. But, um, yeah, man, working with middle school kids, it's fun to be able to, you know, just interact with young men and try to make an impact on them, you know. So I'm enjoying Texas, bro. I remember when me and Nicole were doing long distance and then we decided to move to the same city spoiler or not spoiler maybe a little tip tip of the spear for you new and upcomers with long distance relationships when you guys move to the same (laughs) city i do think it's a good idea to have separate apartments i think it's it's important for a lot of different reasons one of them being you know you do get a as much as you didn't maybe have a full establishment of yourself as far as your circle and stuff you do like have your own stuff and you have your own area and like the person that you're moving into their town, they don't feel pressured to like take care of you or like give you a place to sleep or worry about what food you're going to eat and stuff like that because you have your own place. Now, when you love each other, it usually works out pretty quickly where you guys spend most of that time together and, and it works out. But I strongly suggest if you are moving across the country or whatever to be with a girlfriend or boyfriend, like get your own place for a little bit. Make sure it's going to work because there ain't nothing worse than moving across country to live with somebody 30 days in. You're like, this is definitely not going to work. And then you're just kind of tough out of luck. So because um, you can get along levels. with people, but not live with them, like just not get along with like even your friends and stuff. Y'all can be like super tight. And it's like, y'all just cannot live with that guy. <laughs> I got them and I've lived with them where it's like 
Yeah, we we got to figure it out a different scenario. So well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're I, close, I th- not this close, right? And so <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. I think I think you did it the right way, and, and I'm happy for y'all. I, I'm excited. Man. We're gonna try and get out there hopefully soon. So that'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, man. I got to do a little science experiment on myself this morning. Got my blood work done. Um, yeah, tell me about it. Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty regular. You know, trying to get on that. Uh, Whatever it's been now, I think this is the third or fourth time in a year. So I think it's it's roughly about every six to six months. I know when I first started um, my different treatments and stuff, it was I think there was a three month window that I started right away just to see where I was at and how I was responding to it. But yeah, we're almost a year in, so I'm really excited to just kind of see where I've came in the last year as far as my health and and taking care of myself and things like that. And uh, <clears throat> I think you know it's been interesting as this conversation continues to grow around. Getting your blood work done, of course, is very important, but then also treatment plans, whether it's testosterone or whatever, um, other, uh, you know, whether it's peptides, things like that. It's been a lot of fun to just kind of learn my own route with it. And I know that people have certain beliefs around, well, you could do it the natural way. Well, you could, well, you know what? You ain't got three kids. <laughs> you ain't got a budget that you're you. living on, you know, <laughs> like, and, and they're just not me. And so for me, like what I've just tried to embrace with this whole thing is like, this is the route I'm choosing to go and I'm passionate about it it's changed my life it's made me more healthy it's made me a better human and uh i don't i try not to worry about the rest uh i definitely i've never really been one to worry about what people think about me to an extent but um unfortunately with anything new new technology new stuff it's it's kind of met with some backlash at times where i think with this one particularly and i wanted to ask your opinion on it is is it's almost like jealousy where i know that sounds kind of maybe petty of me but it's like Oh, it must be nice to just, you know, take a prescription and then all of a sudden you're jacked again. And it's like, it doesn't really it's work like, like that. that. I wish it, it doesn't did. Work like that at all. <laughs> I wish it did. Um, yeah. trust me, I wish it did. Um, but there, there is work and like lifestyle changes involved with that. So, um, you know, like I said, we don't have to dive too deep into this. I didn't, yeah, that yeah. wasn't like the point of this, but like, what have you met? Have you had any of that pushback when you've had the, those conversations with people in your circle? To, to be honest, n- not not really. I haven't told a ton of people like outside of my circle ab- about it. Um, but the people that I have told, I haven't had that, but I have seen that and that a lot of people respond that way. So what we're talking about is, you know, um, you know, hormone replacement therapy and the examination of like blood labs, just trying to help you yourself feel better in general. Right. And, uh, I think there is a big misconception. Like you said, like, bro, it's not going to make you jacked. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it, but it is going to do a lot of things that I can't believe that more people don't know about. And I use your testimonial specifically when I'm speaking to people about it, about how, cause you just, the best way I can, I can explain it is it feels like there's like this fog that's like over you and it's just like lifted. And when I mean lifted, well, what does that mean? It's like, I just feel more energized. I feel happier. I feel way more confident. The best way I feel invincible, like I'm a 25 year old guy and I can do anything. And I, and I believe in myself. And that was the biggest thing for me. It's not like, Oh, I can go work out for hours. It's not that it's, but I am able to have like, I don't, I do recover a little bit better now. I sleep better. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel as down, but I, but like, again, also the things that we're doing is like you said, 
proper nutrition, proper hydration. We're doing every, like we're hyper-focused on everything that gives you the best chance to feel better. But like, bro, just the confidence that I felt and how I felt about myself, um, that was huge, man. And the fact that I slept better, you know, that was, that was huge. And, and I'm due here for, you know, some updates on some labs myself, but I mean, yeah, I mean, people that don't understand it, it's, it's, it's not for them, but yeah, I mean, and, and like, I, I know, like you said, you know, we didn't want to focus on this too, too long, but that, you know, what you had told Jack and I, I don't know if you want to talk about that stuff right now, or just give an example of it, but I thought it was great to hear, you know, things that you had dealt with and face for so many years and thinking that you were broken. And then all of a sudden realizing, wait a minute, like it was, and I've heard these studies a lot about, especially women for women who end up doing some type of hormone replacement therapy. They realize that all these things that they thought were broken with them and their ability to not lose weight and how they were just with their emotions and stuff like that all started to come so much more balanced and focused because their testosterone levels were off and it's not just a male thing, you know? Yeah. The route I took is like a very common route, unfortunately. And what's where you don't feel like yourself. You don't have the energy. You don't want to, you don't want to do anything is basically how I felt. Like I didn't necessarily feel suicidal or anything like that. I just never really felt like myself and I never really felt like I wanted to do anything. And so of course I, I did go to a doctor and I went to a specific, you know, care doctor. The first thing they did is pump me full of antidepressants. And the biggest thing there was like, <clears throat> this may be too much info, but it's our show. So we can talk about whatever we want. My dick wouldn't, my dick wouldn't work right. Like that was like a big thing to me where it was like, okay, cool. So this is supposed to be helping me like feel better, act better, all that stuff. But then like now it's inhibiting my personal time with my wife, my intimacy with my wife. And like, that's a bit, that was like a huge issue to me. I remember like the first time it happened, like, yo, I was like panicking. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. This is not okay. Like, I'm not good with this. I'm not good with this. Where, uh, you know, this route, let's just say your boy doesn't have that problem anymore. Probably the complete mm-hmm. opposite. <laughs> I walk yeah. by a doorknob and I start thinking about certain things, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's not quite that bad, but um, right, no, right. it's it's just like, I, I would just say for people that have went that route, um, the least you can do is get your blood work done. Because I think for me, I've had a lot of brain trauma. It's, it's documented. I've had CTE scans that show that my brain is messed up. And so mm-hmm. I thought, I was preparing. My wife is prepared for like, if that route ever comes, what direction we're going to go, how we're going to handle it and stuff like that. And I thought Mm. that depression was going to be the route that it was ultimately going to lead to, which actually like because of my brain and the way it doesn't work as well, that did cause different drops in my testosterone levels, my estradiol levels, my uh, cortisol levels. And I'm not Mm -hmm. not here going to pretend like I'm a doctor. My levels were all messed up because of the brain trauma and it, antidepressants were never going to fix that because it needed like the natural stimulants of my testosterone to then make everything else work like it's supposed to. So like I said, we didn't necessarily want to go this route, but it's exciting for me. It's been a year long journey. Uh, Like I said, just got my blood work done this morning. I'll get my results. It'll be really cool to see. And for me, it's not even the aesthetics, bro. It's really not. I love seeing like the resting heart rate get better. I love seeing my cholesterol drop. I love seeing, you know, just little things like that. And as you mentioned, man, like I just feel better. Like 
Just feel I don't better. feel weak. I don't feel frail. I don't feel weak. I don't feel old. You know, I, mm-hmm. guys, this isn't like, I'm not like Captain America yeah. where nothing hurts. Like my knees yeah, still hurt yeah. when I wake up. Like my elbows mm-hmm. still hurt after I bench press. Like there's still <laughs> things that like happen, but, um, it is just like a, like you said, it's, it's a relief of the fog. And, and I think that that's really cool. And I wish that this would continue. And I think it will continue to be a, a conversation. Cause it's like antidepressants are like the big thing now where I just wonder like how many of those guys, like guys, they're getting the same thing I got. And then the side effects that potentially came from that, you know, is could be rough. So, so the thing that's interesting is like those doctors are prescribing those meds without doing labs and out doing no work. without doing and uh, getting an understanding of what's happening in your body. Whereas when we go for our HRT, everything is based off of that. And the first thing I learned, and this is interesting, like I don't, I don't really interact with it anymore, but like, you know, we've talked about this, the estrogen thing, right? Because yeah. every like three years, I'm like, all right, what's the new data that I'm going to have, you know, eating a block of tofu a day. And they're like, yo, your protein levels are like well within normal ranges. Your estrogen levels are within normal ranges. And I, you know, and it's like, what? You know, and it's like all this stuff that you just learn that, okay, the stuff that people say or think probably isn't true. And we're digging into like actual numbers that teach me how I can best take care of myself. So like, yeah, I mean, if you guys and are doing real any data, stuff, go talk it's, to you. It's like it's a, real yeah. data. It's like they are sending this stuff up to off to a lab. They are reading like the yeah. cells in your blood. Like this is yeah. not like, you know, some holistic thing where they're just like making it up as they go. You know, it's like they are looking at the reaction of your cells, the white blood cell count, the yes. amount of oxygen, the amount of pr- like everything, they're looking at hydration, all of the little stuff. everything, 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 everything. And everything that we do is with continued doctor supervision. So like, for instance, right now, like I'm, I'm not on anything because what I do is I like to be on it for a while, block my natural testosterone. And then, uh, as I start to kind of cycle off of it and your normal testosterone is not blocked anymore. Now I can kind of gauge how I feel and what the, and like, I just love just learning more about my body, bro. And working with my doctor to just, again, bro, I mean, I turned 40 this year, you know what I'm saying? And I'm still, bro, I still hoop with NBA players. It's crazy. I'm hooping with college and NBA players. It just makes me feel like, bro, if I can just continue this, you know, just being able to stay healthy. That's all I, that's all I care about. Health, healthy, happy, and fulfilled, bro. Like, I think the only piece I know I'm missing, I'm sure you're missing this too, is I actually wish I just had an earlier marker to go off of. I oh, wish yeah. I would have got my blood work, blood work done at like 25 or something like that. Yeah, you know, where, I never, yeah, uh, definitely even, not. Yeah. Or even like late, yeah, late twenties, you know, right when I turned 30, got my blood work done because that would have gave me a better idea of potentially where I was at. And so that could have mm. been, you know, better goal setting around where I could be now and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's my little pitch for, for blood work. But one thing that always cracks me up, you know, I got a whole sleeve of tattoos and that's usually the arm they go for. Um, and they always have something to say about it. Cause I, I don't like to look when they take my blood. I basically just like look away and <laughs> give, give them my arm. I'm like, do whatever you need to do. And it's not that I'm going to like pass out or anything. It's just, I'm cool. I'd rather just not look like I'm cool. And uh, so one of the things I was thinking about, cause she was like, well, you have all those tattoos. All right, people, Marcus, I need your vote on this tattoo needles and injection needles are not the same thing. It is like not even close. <laughs> absolutely. I always get a crack out of people not. that say that. <laughs> absolutely not. They are completely different. Absolutely not. First off, like a tattoo needle is like, 
it's a bunch of like small needles that are, you know, it feels like, or it looks like because it's going so fast, I guess it's, but that thing is just a actual needle. And there's different sizes, by the way. There's the little one, you know, that's, and then there's the big one. You know what I mean? So no, they are not the same thing. I completely agree with you. I could sit. I mean, we sit for, here's the thing. Who's sitting down for six hours straight getting needles stuck in them and versus tattoos where you literally can sit for hours and hours and play on your phone while you're, you know what I'm saying? So that right there, that settles it right there. Completely different. I'm and with the big, you, bro. Di- the big difference for me too is like when I get my blood drawn, it's like a bee sting, right? Where it's like pop. It's like one sharp mm-hmm. pain real quick. I'm not saying it hurts like I'm going right, to you know, right. cry or anything, but like it, you know, it's a very uncomfortable poke where a tattoo the way I tell people that tattoos feel is that if you were to take a fingernail and just keep scratching your skin in the same spot over and over and over, that's what a tattoo feels like. In my opinion, mm-hmm. is like it just feels like somebody's sitting there just scratching you as hard as they can over and over and over and over. Especially like it also when it depends co- I, on the nurse. Yeah, and I have a lot of sh- uh, shading on my arm too. So like obviously when they draw the lines, it's a little different. But uh, yeah, like most most of the time. I go to quest and they do a good job. Like they know what they're doing. I have huge veins. I always have. So it's like, they always crack the joke of, Oh, this will be really easy. Blah, 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 blah. But I just always think it's so funny um, when people, people mention like, Oh, but you get tattoos. How do you not like needles? I'm like, it is not the same thing. It's not even close. Um, One thing, another thing I want to bring up too is, you know, they're fasting. So like I had to fast this morning for a couple hours. So I hooped, hooped at five 30, came home, took the kids to school, got ready, had a work meeting and then I went and got my labs drawn at like 9.30, bro. So by that point, I am like, I need food so bad. Um, so I go to the bagel shop because there's a bagel shop like right across the street from the from the Ooh. blood place. It's like one of those decked out bagel shops. I get I get the full – they call it the locks. It's got sam, like uh, raw salmon on it, cream cheese. Ooh, it's good. Let's just leave it at that. I was going to ask you though, what's your go-to bagel sandwich? Because – me, once again, I'm not a plant guy. So your boy's eating salmon. He's eating turkey. He's eating bacon. He's eating all that stuff. What's your, when you go to a bagel shop, you got an order you like to get? Man, unfortunately, it's hard to find. Because well, eggs too, right? You can't have eggs on it. Yeah, yeah. So like first off, ah. there's, I haven't really – so in Fort Lauderdale, there was this one gin that Jack and I went and tried out a couple times. And next to it, they had this like – main bag it's called like main you know main's best bagel shop or something like that and i was like it was like an up north business i was like you know they got good bagels either way so they actually had a plant-based bagels sandwich that was so it's called just egg which literally it's like i can't remember what type of beans it is but these beans they they cook up just like i mean does it is it does it taste like an egg you know that it's not a hundred percent an egg, but it has the texture and it tastes great. You season it. It tastes fantastic. Um, and they put like a plant-based, like uh, beyond sausage or something on there. So actually I had like a full bagel. I'm an everything bagel guy. You know what I'm saying? I'll take what I, I don't get if they don't have people. everything bagel. My wife's, my wife's the same Listen, way. I don't understand double, you people. <laughs> double toasted. This, is she a double Ooh. toaster? I'm a double toaster. You got to double toast it. Yeah. I need a little crunch. You know what I'm saying? Only when she it's a bagel sandwich. Out. 
She likes it hollowed out. Mm. So when we go to See, New that's York, probably because she, she likes more stuff. Out. It's probably because she likes more stuff. You can get more stuff in there. That's a veteran. That's top tier New York shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the bodega. They don't speak no English. You're just yelling nah, at the back. This is what it's I want. It's going to be slapping. You know what's going to be slapping. Yeah. Oh, they see you come in. One of my favorite things, bro, is when people just the use they know what they know <laughs> the use the use bro once you go to a place and they don't ask you your order you're like now we're family you know what I mean? <laughs> yes bro we went to uh we went out there to where she's from like we had a good night let's just put it that way so first thing in the morning is you wake up and you you know stum- stumble your way to the bodega to get a bagel and i just feel like those boys they already know like oh this dude's hung over i got you dog let me let me yeah. hook this up real quick <laughs> yeah yeah they're like which i'm like man just just make me just make me what you'd have that's always listen Yo. that is the key that's what you gotta say you gotta hey kylie and i like to go to blaze pizza by the way blaze pizza is highly underrated and literally, when they're making the pizza, I tell them, "Hey, give me make it like you would make it for yourself." As far as like the portions, because you know they they're trying to be moderate with the onions. I'm like, "Nah, bro, no, nah, no, nah. make it like you would make it." You know what I'm saying? As a former yeah, pie artist those myself, cooks, those, I was about to say those cooks are artists. You know, sandwich makers, pizza makers. When you tell them that, like they've got some secrets in their pocket that they've been, yeah. they've been waiting on, you know, when they they've take that, when on. they're about to get off their shift, when they get off their shift, that's the last thing they make before they leave. So they've been waiting to test it out on somebody. So, uh, yes, I yeah. strongly suggest that as well. How would you want it? How would you eat it? Yep. That's what I want. Perfect. All right, Marcus. So it is football season. Thank God, man. We made it through the summer. I don't know how we did it. Uh, talking as much sports as we could. The NBA playoffs lasted long enough to give us some content, but now we're at least, you know, the good thing about football is it's like once a week. So we can, we can tap in a little bit as far as, you know, big things that happen and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, last night we were able to see a glimpse of what the M- our NFL season is going to bring with the, uh, Lions and, the Chiefs playing. We're going to talk more about that a little bit later, but um, just to get it started, man, you know, for our audience, for people that maybe don't know us as well, I want to just talk a little bit about our two favorite teams. So we are going to dive into college and we're going to dive in the NFL today. We're going to try and keep it short, short and sweet and to the point. Um, But to get it started, I think we should, let's just go ahead and start with our college teams. I am from Nebraska and I feel like it is in my blood that I have to cheer for the Huskers. I will tell you this, uh, last week before the game, I was texting everybody in my family asking who our quarterback was and what players to watch were going to be. Um, because I don't follow hard enough to like know all the players by the end of the season, I'll have a pretty good idea, but, um, let's be honest. It's been a brutal about 20 years for us. So, um, we're hopefully on the rise. We've got a new coach, Matt rule. I definitely know him from the NFL space and everything he's done in college, just being a fan of college sports. So excited to see what the future can bring there. But, um, Huskers unfortunately came out last week and had a heartbreaker. So we're going to do this by expectations. So my expectations for Nebraska football, I don't have a lot. And it's because you have a new coach. That's not, it's not his roster. It's not his players. And I think that's what is a lot different than the NFL. Uh, NFL is more people management and things like that, where, college you're so dependent on recruiting where you have to recruit guys that fit your system in order for it to work and so scott frost had his system matt rules is much different and yet he's trying to take a majority of the same players and uh 
mold it into his system. But I, I will, I'll be more excited for this conversation here in the next three or four years when Matt can go through, uh, you know, the recruiting process and get his own guys in there. But my overall prediction for the Huskers, I'm gonna say right about right around 500. My only hope is that they beat one good team. So when I say a good team, we're in the Big Ten. So you know, without looking at the schedule, somebody like a uh, Penn State or Ohio State, or even just make one of those games interesting where we can buy into it. Or upcoming Colorado is tomorrow. So if we can make that a good game with the hype around Ooh. Colorado right now, um, that'd be pretty cool. So that's where I'm at with my team. Marcus, what's your team? And gave me the full breakdown. Well, first off, I think that the hypest game of the year for Nebraska already has happened. And it was volleyball. Oh, it was the volleyball there team. We go. There if we you go. have not seen this, go go Insane. YouTube it. Only the in Nebraska. Nebraska only, only in Nebraska. Kylie and I said the same thing. Only in Nebraska are you going to get a packed out, sold out football stadium to watch volleyball. What an exhilarating experience for those for those ladies. Please go look that up. All right. So And Iowa's gonna do it too. Iowa basketball is gonna do it. Did you see that? The Iowa basketball on, team is gonna do it. They have, they're do gonna it. do an outdoor in the football stadium. But are they but it's gonna be too cold already. I feel like in Iowa. I don't know how that maybe it's it might be early enough in the maybe season. Like, I, uh, I believe- yeah, maybe like yeah, maybe it's like midnight mad maybe it's like midnight madness. I don't know. Yeah. Late we'll late see. September, it won't be too bad. Late hopefully, September, hopefully, early yeah. October. Um, no, no, I'm I'm excited to see what you guys do. Last thing on uh, Nebraska, I'm excited to see what you guys do against Colorado. Um, I don't think you can put too much on what Col- on what Colorado did going forward. That was a great game, great performance, great for them. But we don't know how TCU is going to stack up, and so well, hopefully it's a good game against Nebraska. So for me. I am a Florida State football fan. I day one always have been. And you can't tell me. And Kylie was saying the same thing. (laughs) Dude, how cool is it to see that tomahawk chop actually happening in the stadium real time? It's one of the coolest things because it can happen (laughs) anytime. It can happen anytime. And you just get the whole, you know, I guess the next closest thing is like the gator the Gator chomp, but they don't have anything that really goes with it. And you don't see people just chomping consistently. They do it like when there's a big play. But Florida State, we can just start doing They'll it. They'll just so, do it all game. They just do it all we game. We can just do it all game. <laughs> <laughs> just chop. So, um, so, look, you know, I think as I'm looking at – I actually was, was looking at something from 247 Sports, which is interesting because um, they picked Clemson to finish – first um and us to play them in the acc championship well definitely can't trust this site because that is not happening for clemson this year if you watch what happened to them in their game against duke but uh yeah i'm excited dude i think we got a chance to win the acc um our quarterback is solid we that we crushed the portal like clinic in the portal we got all the best players from all all the guys that came they were the best player at like one of the best players on their team, either on offense or defense, we got loaded up. We got a quarterback that's got, you know, odds to win the Heisman. You know, he's he's up there. And um, yeah, dude, I'm just I'm really excited for this season. I think Miami's I think we're going to smack through the ACC. Um, only teams I'm worried about really are North Carolina and Miami. But uh, I think Miami's a little bit overhyped. So we'll. We'll see. Miami just they're just not Miami anymore. But when they play Florida State in Florida, 
wide left, wide right. You just never, you know what I mean? You can't tell what's going to happen, bro. And we're going to talk more about the Florida football scene later in the show. So y'all stick around for that. Don't you worry. Um, All right, let's move on to the NFL. So shocker, Boston boy. I'm rooting for the Patriots. A uh, couple changes. You know, I, we still got Bill. Here's the thing. I, I got faith in Bill. Bill, you don't become one of the best of all time just because of one quarterback. You don't. And if you look at the full track record, I would say the last three Super Bowls that Tom won were very dependent on him. But the first three, Tom was a game manager. You know, he was dunk, dunk and dive with the ball. He wasn't throwing for a ton of yards. You know, he wasn't making a bunch of huge plays like you, like we're commonly used to now so i think that bill's gonna go a little more old school with the team we're gonna run heavy we got ezekiel elliott we got ramadre we have two of the best running backs hopefully in the league this year i could see those being a great tandem where it's just hey we're gonna run the ball and we're gonna run play action and that's it and uh, i'd be okay with that. i think max gonna be used to that system uh, with his time in alabama i think that's something that he would be comfortable in and and we saw it you know i'll even Go right into it. The Lions last night. That's what the Lions did last night. They did a great job of controlling the pace of the game. They ran the ball a lot. When they ran play action, it was wide open because the team was constantly worried about the run. And uh, I also think we're going to have a great defense. I think that um, it'll be – I will be shocked if we're not a top five, let alone a top three defense this year. I think we have skill players all around. We did great in the draft. Our corners are solid. Obviously, Judon is a unbelievable edge player. Uh, I'm just excited. You know, I think I think we're going to talk more about this in a little bit, but I think the Patriots are a little underrated now at this point, and we've earned the right the right to be underrated with some of the performances of last year, but there's been some good changes. I I'm excited Bill O'Brien's back. He he's a great coach. I always have faith in him. He did great things for the Texans, um and he did great things for the Patriots back in the day. So, um I'm excited to see what they can bring. And last but not least, I do have faith in Mac. I I, I do. I truthfully do. I think that he had he's no going he to had be- no help last year. He had no help as far as like scheme and co- I felt bad for him last year. In his first year, he he played well. He he made the Pro Bowl. Granted, it was because some guys opted out and stuff. He played, but like he played well. He was he was high enough on their list to to get him there. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see what he can do. Like I said, with a coach that he can vibe with a little bit better. And I felt like there was just so much turmoil between him and the O coordinator last year. And so, um, I'm excited to see what the Patriots do. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about their division here in a little bit. All right, Marcus, you're up. NFL. What do you got, big dog? So Tampa Bay Buccaneers again. I my you were team a Bucs fan since I, I was a kid. So. Yeah, yeah. When I was re- when the uh, when I really so I always you know followed Florida football. My dad was a Dolphins fan. I liked Dan Marino, but that wasn't really my team. But the Bucks really weren't good. My family's from Tampa, but the Bucks really weren't good. So it was like kind of hard to like really like them. But you cheered for them. Um, but they really, yeah. They, Just throw that out yeah. there. That long time, all time, most underrated football player of all time. He would absolutely <laughs> slay if he could play now. Like, if he could play today, would be, he would throw for ten thousand yards. This is like, not a joke. He, he would throw he for ten thousand so yards. Underrated. And the fact that the Dolphins never brought him an opportunity to win a Super Bowl is like the biggest Sad. NFL tragedy there is. Sorry. Yeah. Need to Sad, throw man. that out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Man. I mean, to be honest, dude. I, I really don't have any expectations for this season. I really don't. And the reason is because, look, the thing that we have is a bunch of guys that know what it takes to win because they play with Tom Brady, you know, for those few seasons. The thing that we don't have 
is we don't have a proven quarterback. I'm not a big Baker Mayfield. I'm not against Baker Mayfield, but I mean, what is he? You know, it's it's a what have you done for me lately year, and he hasn't There's a shown. Reason he's getting passed around, unfortunately. Yeah, right? yeah, and and he hasn't There's had the consistency, you know. And there are a lot of things that play into that, but he still has not. When you're the one on, a, you still haven't had the consistency. Um, and also, I'm not sure, bro. Honestly, where are we at as a franchise? I mean, are we trying to build for the future? And, you know, get the best chance to get Caleb Williams or get the, you know, or are we putting up a fight? You know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, right now I feel like we're going to be rebuilding for the future and some of our big assets like Mike Evans, you know, who we can get some serious draft capital for and, you know, unload, you know, some payroll. I think that's probably going to, and I think if any of those guys like, like, you know, Mike want to leave that they deserve that. I mean, for what he's done for our franchise, you know, um, Chris Godfrey's a little different, you know, because Chris Godfrey came after, you know, Mike Evans. I think he would kind of be that guy that would, that we would stick with through. But I mean, I just don't know. I don't know what direction we want to go as a franchise. I mean, I honestly, personally over Baker Mayfield, um, I like Kyle Trask. When he was at Florida, I really loved watching him play. A lot of college football sometimes can be all schematics, but I feel like if we're going to put somebody out there, put him out there, let's see what he's really got. You know what I mean? But I feel like that's going to end up happening after a couple of weeks with Bay, with with Baker. Look, I don't want to lose games, but also, like, what are we doing? If we're trying to build for the future, then we need to put all our talent out there, see what they got, trade assets, just start doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, look what the Cardinals, look what the Cardinals are doing. The Cardinals traded away the only opportunity, the only capable quarterback that they had left on their roster for Josh Dobbs to come in. And I mean, I hope he does amazing, but like, what do you expect from the guy? They bring him in as late as possible. You know what I'm saying? It's so you can see what they're doing with their best receiver. (laughs) Like, yeah, like you're getting, yeah. So I, okay. We already see what time it is, but at least they're putting that talent on the field to be like, all right, we're going to see what we got from the jump. So with us, I don't know. I mean, we got, I don't know, bro. We'll see. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a be a, I was a Bucks fan when we were the Yuccaneers and I'm a Bucks fan. You know what I'm saying? You know, after the Super Bowl when Tom Brady left, I got my, I will say my only Bucks jerseys I have, two Tom Brady jerseys. And I got the white one. I got the white one too. The white one is the cold one. That's my go to right there. Bro, you might as well cut those in half, put a red, white, and blue on the other side because. That man's that man's actually about an eighth Buccaneer. He's seven eighths Patriot. So y'all I keep mean, claiming hey, him. It's, it's cool. Hey, hey y'all keep claiming him. Wow, you're so salty. That's the sad part. Salty. It's so salty. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I mean, you, you you got our sloppy seconds. It's cool. It's I mean, cool. No yeah, worries. Yeah, bro. Hey, it was and it was beautiful, bro. The fact that he took us to a Super Bowl in the bro. COVID year when they couldn't even work out in the in the off season in the preseason. It was so awesome. Tom Brady getting kicked out of parks in Tampa is crazy. It's awesome. Like, he's the yeah. he's the man. And we're going to talk about Tom later as well. So another little spoiler for you. All right. But what's funny to me, though, about looking at your guys' roster is you guys have so many names of guys that, like, I know. Like, you know, Shaq Barrett, Devin White, Mike Evans. I know, bro. Like, you, were, you know, you have, like, a lot of good players. Chris Godwin, even Baker. Like, I'm – I'm not pro or anti, but like, you know, he yeah. he may be able to win you all some games. So it it will be interesting Shaq to see kind of how you guys You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. You guys have talent. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of 
what happens over the season. You know, maybe you guys get six games in and you're five and one and it's like, hey, let's take a run at this. Or you're six games in and you're one and five and you're like, all right, put in Trask, Shaq, take the rest of the year off. You know, <laughs> like Mike Evans, let's see what we can get for you on the trade market. Like, you know, that's what can happen guys pretty on quick. IR, like, yo, just chill, bro. Like, we don't need you to go. You know what I mean? But like, like you said, man, you look at like our O-line, but I just – I don't know, bro. We'll see. we'll see. All right. So now on to the final portion of our show today. We did our breakdown of kind of our two favorite teams and some expectations as far as college and NFL. But now we're going to go into a true or false portion. So we're going to start with college and then we're going to move on to the NFL. So we have three uh, hit points here for college. And the first one that we are going to touch on, true or false, Colorado will be a title contender this year i'm gonna tell you Mm. this i was in colorado last weekend and (laughs) they were going nuts like people that like probably hadn't watched the colorado game in two decades had the game on and it was exciting it was blow for blow obviously they were playing tcu who played in the national championship last year so it was a big matchup dion's you know coming out party the whole nine yards and they won bro and not only did they win Quarterback threw for 500 yards. They had an old buddy that played two ways, 120 some snaps. Like they for for a weekend, it was kind of funny. I was listening to sports all week, and they couldn't have picked a better weekend to do what they did because it was like kind of a dead weekend, anyways. As far as like the opening weekend of NCAA football, there wasn't a lot of great matchups. I'd say you know the Florida State LSU game was a big game, but that was on Sunday, and so it was like it, it kind of had the opportunity to be the spotlight and they took it by the horns and ran with that thing. So before we get too deep, what are your thoughts on Colorado? Listen, man, I, I keep, I think there are some people that really are not familiar with prime because they only know coach prime. So they think that the stuff that he's doing is like weird or he's listen, this is, this is prime this is always who he's been he's also the only guy to play in a mlb game and a football game in the same day like i mean we watched that documentary this week actually we just were throwing on stuff so he played in a football what he did is he played in a baseball game saturday night played yeah. a football game sunday during the day and then he flew back he didn't actually get into the baseball game because the baseball team was all pissed off so like he didn't actually play mm-hmm. yeah yeah but what's crazy is like the stats that he was carrying through his baseball career. He was like crazy. the best hitter in that World Series. And like if they actually would have won the World Series, he probably would have got the MVP of that World Series. It's crazy. Um, but yeah. the one thing I wanted to say, and you maybe are going to touch on this, Dion can actually coach. Like if you talk to people that know football and know coaching, like Amazing. he actually does know what he's doing. Like it's this isn't a big facade. Yes, Prime is one of a kind, but he actually does wise. know what he's doing. He does know what he's doing. Yeah, he's been coaching his boys. He's been mentoring young men since he stopped playing and, and being involved with what was happening in the college scene and all that as he came up as a as a broadcaster. And then when his boys started playing, he's been coaching them since Pop Warner in the high school. I mean, it's just the progression is there and you already know, like he's probably one of the best NFL coaches right now because he understands how to run a program and he understands what it takes to work I think the biggest thing Prime gets is what it takes, and I'll, and I'll get to the point of the question here in a second. He gets what it takes to manage personalities and build confidence in players. 
That's the biggest thing. That's what Get most them to coaches buy in for sure. I am coaching. I, I, you know, you know, I'm coaching uh, middle school ball right now, and the biggest thing that these kids lack B is confidence. That I'm gonna say it. Coaches rob them of confidence. They make them scared to to walk on the court, and they give certain kids a long leash and other kids a short leash, and they don't clearly tell them how they can perform and how they can stand out. And when you get a coach that does that and does what he says, and only one, it's a, it's just kids will literally run through a wall for you, and that's what you're getting. Look, man. These guys are going to be these guys are going to be a problem. I don't know about contending for a national championship. I think that's way too much to ask, but you know what? My Bucks made it to the Super Bowl and I didn't think that that was going to happen. But what I do think is that they are going to make a massive impact in that conference and there is going to be a serious ask for Colorado all over the country because right now they're in the Pac-12 and that conference is diminishing in front it of our eyes. Fast. In front of our eyes and they're either going to get so much money because they are going to try to have them stay or they're going to get the opportunity to go somewhere. And look, man, I'm just, I can't believe what prime's doing. I think it's amazing for those young men. And the biggest thing is, bro, when you hear the way that people talk about them, people around the program and the players, even at Jackson state, when he was leaving, all the adults are mad. They're saying he's a sellout and all this. And the players are saying, thank you. We're, we want this for you. You know what I'm saying? Because of what you did for us. So dude, it's yeah, man, I, I'm so excited for what's happening. I mean, listen, bro, I've been, I think Colorado, Kyle and I were talking about this. One of those brands where it's like, you just rock their gear. It's black, white, and gold. What? Bro, that's dope. But there's been no reason to wear Colorado gear since Cordell Stewart played. And I was a big Colorado fan back then because of Cordell Stewart. Me and my buddies were texting yesterday and we were joking that the whole reason Prime picked that school is so he could wear gold. Like, <laughs> like 100%. Did you, see what, did you see what Nike's doing with him right now? Go look oh it up. Oh my gosh. Bro, they're releasing all you. his stuff from when he was playing. Shador and Shiloh debuted some stupid, like, bro, it's just, it's the Prime effect. 600% increase in followers here on social media. The media, the coverage that they've gotten generated the equivalent of 185 million dollars in advertising revenue they've they've they sold out in season tickets within like 10 minutes i mean what more can you ask for you know what i'm saying for a guy and and, a, and bro so many people had negative things to say and i just love what he stands for i love i love that he hasn't changed who he is you know what i mean just i i can he just florida state's obviously the next step for him before getting to the pros just come on down no but our coach is ball if our coach wasn't balling then i would say that but our coach is actually balling i'm like damn i was hoping you <laughs> i was gonna ask you if if that bothers you that he's not the florida state coach and- so i think that there was a time i i, I think that when we brought mike norvell on that he it was early into his his coaching at FSU and prime was like, I'm going to go. My son is going to go to Jackson state and I'm going to go there and be their coach. So it was like, we got to give Mike Norvell a chance. And then he had a tough year. And then I also want to see what prime was going to do. And then he had a tough year, our first year. And we started to, and now we've completely turned it around, but nobody's better. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Nobody's going to do for your program. What prime is going to do for your program. And I'm going to call it, I'm going to say it here. He will end up coaching the Dallas Cowboys because Jerry 
listen, Jerry will have it no other way. He knows what branding is and he knows prime is that and everything you see is nothing but evidence of it before it's said and done. And it will be sooner than later because the Cowboys will always be the Cowboys that since the nineties prime will be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys and it will be insane, insane. Erroneous, erroneous, erroneous on both accounts. <laughs> I don't even know why I hit that because I actually believe. <laughs> right, you. right, 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 right. This was so good. True. This was a good time. It's so true. I don't know when. Right. I don't know when. Yep. All right. On to the next one. <clears throat> Georgia will win their third national championship in a row. I'll tell you what, it's been crazy to see. Let's just call it the turn of the tide. No pun, no pun intended. Um, that Georgia is like the team now. And it's funny because what I always think about Georgia is when I lived in Jacksonville, the, you know, you know, this Georgia, Florida, that was like the main game. And it was always kind of a big deal, but I always, I knew a couple of Georgia fans when I lived down there and it was always just kind of interesting watching them. And like, I just never really knew much about Georgia football, but I tell you what, man, they, they've really turned it on the last couple of years and, and they've showed their dominance and I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know a, bu- a bunch about their team and their players, but mm-hmm. The one thing I do know about college is once the ball gets rolling, it's hard to stop it because the more you win, the more recruits want to come there, the more talent wants to come there, and it just kind of keeps going. I mean, Saban's been riding that wave for 10 years now. So uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think Georgia's going to win the third national championship? I have very, I have a very scientific approach to my decision, okay? So being that they've won two championships in a row – I'm going to say they are not going to win a third national championship. And this is why, because I always say until they're beaten, they're the champs, but I just don't think that three is possible. I just don't think so. I'm just going the opposite. I'm just going the opposite. I'm just going the opposite. That's it, bro. That's the only reason. Well, everything we know about sports, like going back to back is really hard, like really hard. To go back to back to back is like damn near impossible. So, um, I mean, they talk about with the Bulls how taxing that was. And that was the same roster where like college football, you're bringing in new cats like year after year, you know. So it's it's uh, to keep the same mentality, to keep the same amount of talent, the same amount of coaching, you know, all the all the transactions that can happen at a college university. I think that, you know, it's going to be a tough one, but they look tough, but I, I always, I do not like Bama. This is not a Bama pump, but dang, dude, they always got somebody. They always, I feel like they always got a team that like can match up in some way, shape or form. Now that doesn't mean that they're going to beat them, but there's just something about Bama where I just can't count saving out. I just can't. And the fact that they even didn't get it in, get in last year was crazy. Um, that Tennessee game was unbelievable. That was probably the reason they didn't get in, but like, just things like that where I just I still can't count Saban out. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no as well. I think that three peat damn near impossible. And uh I think either Saban or somebody else is gonna have some shoot, D Dion might have something to say about it. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Mm. <laughs> I mean, right now Georgia's Georgia's, you know, plus two twenty five, you know, they're the, you know, uh Bet MGM has them to win a natty. And then Alabama's like plus six hundred, seven hundred's Ohio State, plus eight hundred is Michigan. But like I just I just, man, if it it will be that would be just there's nothing that can be beat in college football 
I think from saying somebody won three national championships, I mean, back to back is already insane, you know, but yeah. Yeah, not That's to mention dumb. the historic teams that they've had offensively and defensively. I think last year was like the best statistic defense of all time. And before that, the defense before that was like one of the most historic defenses, like prolific defenses of all time. And they beat that deep. Like what? So they did. Uh, I saw a thing on Instagram the other day where it was like linebacker you and wide receiver you and tight end you and all that. Bro, Georgia was on like. 60% yeah. of them. They weren't always number one, but they're like right. one or two on like a lot of the different ones. So um, it's going to be tough. We'll, we'll see what happens. Georgia there. high school football is something else, man. Yeah, for sure. All right. Final college, true or false. And this is going to be all on you, dog. FSU right, right. will be the best team in Florida this year. True or false. I think it's true. I think it's true. Uh, and normally I probably would say like, I hope so, but I really do think, that we have something special, uh, great recruiting class. Uh, like I said, did killer in the portal, got a lot of senior leadership Our quarterbacks, a vet. Um, and what we did to LSU was just chef's kiss, bro. Just, it was beautiful. So I watched the first half of that game and I had to jump in a car and drive. So I didn't see the second half. Yeah. You didn't get to see us cook. So I was like, Oh, it's tied. It's tough game. We'll see what happens. Man, I got to the hotel and I was like, oh, they slapped them second half. Slapped them. Yeah. Yeah. We woke so, up. Yeah. So I think that, that that that's a good sign that a team can fire back the way they did. I think that's great. Um, also, like, you know, it's just crazy to think about where Florida's at now. We just watched, of course, the Netflix documentary of all their success for all those years. And now it's like mm-hmm. – I couldn't even name anybody they have, anything they're doing, nothing. Um, yeah. I have a lot of faith there. I do think that Miami's starting to get a little bit more resurgence. You know, I know their basketball teams have been doing a little better. Their football team's at least been a little more competitive. But um, overall, man, I'm still with you. I think that that Florida State ultimately is going to to take the crown. So it's crazy. Um, We'll see what happens. But I I think if I had to be a betting man on the state of Florida, I'm going FIU. (laughs) Okay. Also, okay, okay. Um, also, like, like maybe it's a hot take. Maybe it's not, bro. I think Colorado is about to become the old Oregon because Prime is going to recruit. He lives in he his sons went to high school in, in uh, here in Dallas, and he is from Florida. Played at Florida State. He's going to own both of those states. Yep. And now people want to come there, bro. There are NFL players saying, I don't know, man, my brother goes to Florida, but, uh, primetime shore is looking nice. I mean, bro, it, f- we need to get our shit together in Florida. Cause prime is, <laughs> unless he becomes a coach there, he's going to, he's going to own that whole state. And none of these programs are going to be like they used to be except for Florida state. Probably. All right. Final portion of the show. NFL, we quick, NFL, we got some quick hitters and uh, we're getting started with a little bit of action we saw last night. And I'll be honest, I was an early, early briber on this that uh, I think the Chiefs are slowly dying. And I also think that the Lions could potentially be for real. So true or false, the Chiefs are dying. And then part B, the Lions are for real. What do you got? 
man, I, I think part A, I honestly, all right, let me handle the Lions first. I'll, I'll deal with the Lions first. I think the Lions are for real. I think that they are for real. They've got a lot of really great young players. Like, I love what their defense is doing. They got Jared Goff. He got a chip on his shoulder. That O-line was imposing their will. As far as the Chiefs, yeah, man, I I do think that they're slowly dying. I just think that it gets forgotten that out when the biggest thing that you notice is this, and then I'll, then I'll throw it to you. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, outside of Travis Kelsey, outside of Tyreek Hill when he was there, they are an average team with three of the best players to play at their position in the last 10 years. Patrick Mahomes, potentially all-time. Travis Kelsey, right now, almost all-time at tight end. Outside of those three, they are in at what you saw last night just was an average defensive line, O-line, secondary, just an average team, a good team, a good team, a good team. But that was very eye-opening when you don't have Travis Kelsey to be afraid of and you don't have Tyreek Hill to be afraid of, who literally they used to just start on one side of the field and just be like, Tyreek, just cross the field so people have to guard you. And if they don't, then just go for 60. So what do you think? You know, I saw this as a Patriots fan multiple times. Luckily, they do a good job of like rebuilding the roster and such. But when guys start leaving and things start changing, you know, I think back to like when the Patriots lost Welker and then they lost Moss and then Hernandez. And like when those kind of guys go, it changes everything. And I think that unfortunately, Chiefs fans are a little naive to think that well, we have Patrick Mahomes, so it'll be fine. Well, if you saw it last night, he was hitting those guys plenty of times, but they were dropping the ball. And then also what that causes, then Mahomes starts to not trust those guys as much. So then he starts flighting the ball. He starts throwing the ball in the dirt. He starts trying to do it all by himself. He's, he's running. He did a great job of running around crazy last night, but that's temporary, man. Like that's not going to last. And so um, I, I always tease my dad. My dad's a diehard Chiefs fan. I always tease him like, enjoy it while you got it. Because once the leaves start falling off the tree, it's it, it's it's quick how how fast the, the tide can change. So you mentioned something that pisses me off about Chiefs fans. <laughs> you just Ooh, mentioned you, it. your eyebrows went up <laughs> because I think because Chiefs fans out of nowhere became some of the cockiest, rudest fans, obnoxious fans you've ever seen. And it's like, where were y'all for the last 30 years? The only hope y'all ever had was when Joe Montana came to you guys and I was deep into football as a young man then from the 49ers. You had a little bit of success with Alex Smith. Yeah, but y'all really have not done. So for them to think that they just deserve to win all these Super Bowls every single year and they're not like I like I'm happy for them winning and, you know, any fan base, I guess, enjoy that. But you you mentioned a name earlier. And it's Dan Marino. And Dan Marino was Patrick Mahomes in his era. And he couldn't get it done because he did not have the supporting pieces around him. Now, we know Patrick Mahomes has the coaches. He know, We know he has that. We know we had a weapon in Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. You know, a few other guys are probably aren't getting mentioned, but... Yeah, man, you are very right. It is a lot more to it. Guys have guys have to be gamers. Now, I will say the, the one upside is that a, a handful of these young guys, 
they did win a Super Bowl with last year. So it's just about their confidence and things like that. But, bro, they don't have Chris Jones. They're not scaring anybody. People are going to start. It's a different game, bro. You know it. When people start pinning their ears back. Like when they first play line up against you, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, they think they're. And then you give them the work and you start realizing their eyes get real big and the tides have turned. Just like when they sense blood in the water and they're like, oh, this guy is a little injured. Looks like. Looks like, you know, Rogo's knee is a little banged up. It is bothering him. Now they pin their ears back and they start playing a little different. And you know what I'm saying? They approach you different. Now people stop respecting you the same way. They have a little bit of an edge to them. You know, I've dealt with that playing too. So that's kind of what I fear for the Chiefs. So Once they start falling, they start dying. So just throwing that out there. And the players are falling. Kelsey's getting yeah, older. Are, dude. Guys want more money. Guys get traded. I didn't well, know Kelsey was ain't, 34. This ain't the this ain't the uh NBA. You can't you can't ride the coattails of one player. You can't. You cannot do it. So um second point, the Lions are for real. I'm gonna make this quick. Dan Campbell has a very similar demeanor about him like Dion, where he he brings a confidence, a support. Uh, all the above to his the guys that he's coaching, and I think last night you could see it that the Lions players knew that they had not only a shot, but they could probably win that game if they um, executed the game plan accordingly. And to be honest, they even made a couple mistakes and got away with it and still beat them. Um, but I think I think the Lions are for real. Am I saying they're going to win the Super Bowl? No, but they're they're going to be a contender. I actually like Jared Goff. I think he's a good quarterback. He does what made some great plays last night. I actually felt like his receivers let him down in a couple different places, but overall, um, I think they're heading in the right direction. So I'm excited. I think the Lions might be like I'm a little one of the teams I I kind of follow on the side just to see how they're doing. What are your thoughts on the Lions? Yeah, man, I agree. I just love seeing it, dude. I love seeing, man. You know, I just love seeing everybody do well. To be honest, but when people have been down, it gives me it gives me a lot of gives me a lot of happiness to see people starting to see the results, you know, cause we know what it's like, bro, to play on teams and just go through hard times in sports, bro. And for those guys to be seeing some of that pay off and now people are talking about them, they get in primetime games. I'm, I'm happy for him. And I, and I agree with you in his own way, you know, that Lions coach, you know, he's breeding something and it's, and, it, and he's, he's changed the, the genetic makeup of that whole um, organization, I think. So He's he's very much Detroit. Love it. All right, on to the next one. This is this one's for me. The Patriots this will is. true or false. The Patriots will finish last in the division. I'm going to say it's false. Um, I do think we are the toughest division in football. They, so just to be clear, Jets, Bills, Dolphins, and Pac- Patriots are all in the same division. Um, I think the Jets. As much hype that's been around them with Aaron Rodgers, hard knocks, all that. They have very bad issues, especially on the offensive line. I also think that with our defense being so good, I think that we'll be able to scheme against that and take advantage of that in certain scenarios. So I feel pretty good about that. I think the Bills kind of have a little bit what the Chiefs have, where they have an unbelievable quarterback with a lot of talent, but they have a lot of other pieces that are falling off. Diggs has been unhappy for couple of years now um you look at Vaughn Miller's obviously not playing here early parts of the season they just had a lot of things a lot of turnover that could potentially cause some problems and so I'm not a true believer in the bills they, and they, they really have never 
as great as their regular, excuse me, as great as a regular season record has been, they haven't really done much else other than like perform very well. They got pretty close that one year against the Chiefs, but for the most part, you know, I, I need to see it more. So, uh, and then last but not least is the Dolphins. The Dolphins have an amazing roster, and I actually probably would pick the Dolphins to win the division. Um, I think that they have a lot, of ta- a lot of talent, but the problem with the Dolphins is everything weighs on Tua, and Tua's health history has me a little nervous. And, uh, We'll see. So do I think the Patriots will win the division? I don't think that. I do think that we will get one of the wild card spots um, into the playoffs. And the reason I believe that is because I think the division itself is going to beat each other up a lot. But I think that the Patriots will have such a good defense that that will keep them in a lot of games and give them an opportunity to win a lot of a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last place for the Patriots. I don't see it, bro. That's it. Nothing else. No, nah, it's like I just, just no, I, I just, I don't see it. I just, I like Mac Jones. He had no offensive coordinator last year. Like, what do you expect, Bill Belichick? You can't approach things the way that they used to. I think that they've got some good talent brewed up. You know what I'm saying? I think they're starting to get you know a new group of guys in that really believe and aren't you know you know um, what's the word overrated and. uh yeah, like Mac Jones was good before. Like last place, absolutely not, bro. Like I don't, I don't see it this year. Cool. All right, let's move on to your topic. Baker Mayfield, true or false? Baker Mayfield will bring new life to Tampa. Kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. We were just touching on our our teams yeah. and what we thought. Um, I'm gonna say true on this. Now, it's not gonna be true in the sense of they're gonna win a lot of games. They're gonna be great and blah blah blah. That's not that's not what I'm saying. Uh, Baker brings a different style than Tom brings. He's going to have a little more flair to him. He's going to have a little more, I don't know. Tom was pretty arrogant. Um, but overall, being a- like, he's like arrogantly humble. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think, I think he will. I think it'll be, be new life. I don't know if it will bring winning along with it. What are your thoughts? Uh, you summed it up. You summed it up very, very well. Um, I do not except I just I do not think that he's gonna bring new life. Where has where has Baker Mayfield Mayfield brought new life to? Except for his first couple seasons, you know, with with the Browns. He, it, I, I honestly, you know, I just don't I don't see it. I, I have nothing against Baker Mayfield. I'm not a Baker Mayfield hater. Um, I would love to see him have an amazing season. I love seeing him prove, you know, the doubters wrong and that turnaround that they had with the Browns. You know, that whole resurgence of the organization was during his stint there. So, you know, give him some respect. But I just I don't really like how he goes about. I don't really like how he goes about his business. To be honest, I think that maybe this year he might be a little bit more humble after what he went through last season and, you know, being in a new program following Tom Brady, you know, but I I don't know, bro. Just to go from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. Yikes. That's (laughs) that's that's all I can. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't I don't really see it. It's I have no idea where the organization is going, like I said. I just hope that we put a good product out on the field and I hope Baker Mayfield like proves me wrong and also doesn't talk while he does it. Cause like you said, Tom Brady, he was arrogant, you know, um, he had a lot of confidence in his abilities because of the way that he prepared. 
and took care of his body. And I think that that's something that people forget. You know, I was talking to some kids about Kobe yesterday and I was like, the way he prepared, it seemed like he had disrespect for people, but really he just didn't respect the way that you approach the game. If you, if you approach the game that way, Lamar Odom, Pau Gasol, you know what I'm saying? Then he's got no problem with you, you know, but if you don't, if he feels like you're not doing, and that's just kind of how I feel about Baker. Like I gotta, I gotta see it, man. Nobody's telling me that Baker is like a workhorse that he's just drilling film. Nobody's telling, you know, I'm not hearing those types of things. The only things that I'm hearing, I'm not hearing how he's got this, this, you know, effect on his teammates and how he's just made, you know, brought this huge light over and removed a cloud and just really took, you know, led the, I haven't heard any of that. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a sad time, bro, to be honest. <laughs> You'll get through it. You'll get through it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Speaking of getting through it, our next point for the NFL, Russell Wilson will get benched by Sean Payton this year. Ooh. True or false? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that that is true. And I'm going to tell you why. Actually, it, it does have to do with Russell Wilson, but it also has to do with their backup, Jared Stidham. Can't believe the Patriots ever got rid of him. Um, he's a great quarterback. He's a slinger, good little athlete. And I do think that he's going to be a better fit for what Sean Payton's trying to do long term. So um be interesting to see what happens as far as that goes. But I think I think this is the final run for for Russell Wilson, and I don't think Sean Payton's going to play that. I think as far as like, well, you're Russell, we paid you all this money. I don't think that's why Sean was brought there. I think Sean was brought there to win games, and I think he's going to find out pretty quick that, uh, yeah, he's not going to use Russell to do it. Yeah, um, it hurts me to say I, I agree. I think. Just maybe it's just the energy that Sean Payton is putting out there right now, kind of really holding Russell accountable. I feel like, bro, either you're really trying to test him to see what he's made of, or you just don't like him. Because I've never heard <laughs> Which him. Both could potentially be both true. Both could be true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't like him until he shows me, but I feel like I've just never heard him talk about players like this. And I don't know if it's because, and he mentioned this about the last comment. The comments that he made about um, the former coaching staff, what, what, you know, with the Broncos, who's you know currently obviously the offensive coordinator with the Jets, I think that he's still in that broadcaster mode, and he mentioned that like, oh, you know, I was kind of in you know my analyst mode and all that, but like he's taken a lot of shots at, and there's so many things I I, I do think it's unfair because in order for Russell to be successful, he has to be put in the position to succeed. That's a lot of other things that happened and that's why they were so good, you know, in new Orleans, you know, during his, his long stint there. So I think it's going to happen to bro Stidham. He's solid fourth round pick in uh 2019 surprise, surprise. He went to new England. I was also a Stidham fan. Um, he's a solid guy. He's been around. He's watched some good players play the game. doesn't it it just it looks bad it's looking bad right now that's what i'll say it's not looking good hey hey russell he needs some milk (laughs) (laughs) russ needs some help somebody get russ some help he ain't gonna be cooking he's gonna be sitting man (laughs) all right 
last but not least, and I we gotta we gotta touch on this one more time. True or false? Tom Brady returns mid season to play for another team. <laughs> Let's talk scenarios. Let's talk scenarios. All right. Patriots are nine and two. Solid defense. Mac Jones goes down with the ACL. You're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me that they ain't gonna call that man and say, hey, why don't you just why don't you just come finish it out one more time? Just one more. Tampa. Tampa comes out hot. The Raiders come out hot. You, hey, come play with McDaniel. Garoppolo gets hurt. They're eight and two. Garoppolo gets hurt. McDaniel gives him a call. Hey, man, come on. Call Gronk. See if Gronk wants to play too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you, man. I, there's a part of me that I think we're on the last page of the book, but I'm still curious if the book is actually shut or not. What do you think? Does Tom Brady return in any way, shape, or form? I I don't I don't think so because my man is like chilling. He's just like at <laughs> all the sports games. He's like running multiple organizations. He's just um putting his energy into other stuff, right? The 49ers are just it's a it's too all the weapons that they have, I feel like that scenario would just be if something happened would be so hard for him to say no to but i think the even more likely one i think the more likely the niners that's another good one i think the niners i think the niners are like one b to an absolute okay so i would say one a and i would say or just one all right and i would say two would be the the bucks because the likelihood that the bucks are gonna win and be in a position to where again if something happened we're like Hey, yo, Tom, come back. We would, I don't think we're going to be playing that level of winning football, right? But he knows all the guys on that roster and he knows the top players and he has, so I feel like that would be easier for him to slide into than the Patriots where he would have to build because, because we know a lot of it is, is chemistry. So you either have to build chemistry with guys or you have to have guys that have such a feel for the game or already have that chemistry there. And I would say that the Niners talent has such a feel for the game that he could slide in there and you just put him back there in the West Coast offense and just tell him to just go to work. And he already knows how to run that offense anyways because he's a quarterback guru. But I think uh, he doesn't come back. But if he did, it would be for one of those two organizations and it probably is not going to be the Bucks. So uh, 49ers, if it happened. Play the track. Here's the deal. I'm going to lay it out for you. This Sunday... The Patriots welcome home Tom Brady. He gets all of his feelings back. They do a big ceremony for him, tell him how much they love him. The team comes out. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles at home, set the tone for the season. We're eight and two. Mac Jones goes down. And Tom Brady starts scratching his head going, kind of miss playing ball a little bit. Kind of miss it. You know what? <sighs> Bill, let's run it back one more time. (laughs) We love y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the grateful E-I-G-H-T. Until next time, potentially when Tom Brady's back on the field, because he will be on the field on Sunday. He won't be suited up, but he's going to be on the field. We love y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. Love you guys.